This is a preview from our angel story today. If you're not sure right now what that means for you, what that runway, that next runway looks like, focus on having a happy heart. Because if you're here to serve people, the most powerful toolkit that you can share with others is happiness. Because happiness radiates happiness. That when you show up, people just want to be around you and it's contagious. Love every single part of you. Now, when you love yourself from the inside out, your intuition becomes clearer, yeah? And so what happens is the calling becomes clearer. Beautiful soul, have you ever wanted to speak to angels? Do you believe angels can support you in your daily life? If this is you, go to my website homepage, theangelmedium.com and sign up for my weekly angel message email. As a gift for signing up, I'm giving you access to free resources, including 31 healing meditations that, if you do daily, are going to help you hear your angels and your own intuition more clearly. Start using these today and you'll see changes in 31 days. Now, take a deep breath. Feel the presence of your angels as they fill you with love, joy, peace, bliss, and ease. And remember, your angels say the messages that resonate with you in today's episode are meant just for you. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. And friends, if you are ready to step into your power, you are going to absolutely love today's interview. We have Tori Archbold on the podcast. She's the author of the new book, Self-Belief is Your Superpower. I'm going to read that again because it's just so powerful of a title. Self-Belief is your superpower. Unleashing your life purpose, own your power, become a magnet for miracles. Tori, I don't think it gets better than that. Welcome to the show. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me, Julie. And you're so right. Do you know what? Self-belief is everyone's superpower because it comes from within. So it's like, Marie, it's in our toolkit for us to tap into. It is. Well, I want everybody to start by just getting to know you a little bit. You had this global PR firm that you started when you were young. You were a single mom. You really grew this up. You had all of the hugest brands around the world wanting to work with you. And you decided at the height of your career to step away from PR to follow your passion. I did. So I started my first business tour start when I was 24 years old. And Julie, I had no money, no media connections, but I just said to myself, If I start a business and it's anchored to my values, my intent, my purpose, I have the opportunity to attract the world's best. And so I did. I was like, okay, my values are passion. I want to create and build powerful brands for other people. And also, you know, I'm passionate about helping people fly. Second one was integrity. Didn't want to work with... And the third one was delivery because you're only as good, you know, as the last podcast chat or the last campaign or the last coffee date that you have with someone else. And, you know, at first when I started that business, no one would give me the opportunity to work with them. And I honestly had to dig deep and believe in myself that I was going to get the best client that 
everyone wanted. And that was going to be my marquee client that launched my business. And I did it. I got the biggest retail brand in Australia. And at the time, there was a supermodel called Megan Gale, who was massive in Italy, but she was actually Australian. And she used to be chased by all the paparazzi. And she was given the prestigious role of being the face of this, I guess, the equivalent to Neiman Marcus in Australia. And that launched my career. And I just remember that when you show up and you believe in the possibilities of what you're creating with other people, and always remember that you're the conduit, you're there for a reason, right? The magic will happen. And so I ended up with 22 staff, two personal assistants. My last three clients were three big American brands, which was Steve Madden, the billion dollar shoe van. We launched Victoria's Secret into Australia and Drew Barrymore's Flower Beauty. And I just remember sitting there listening to Drew at that last event that we created for her in Australia. And she was talking about empowering women and taking ownership of your story. And my gut instinct, and a lot of people will call it intuition, listening to your podcast, is speaking to me, you know, and it was getting stronger and stronger and stronger, like the heartbeat was like, dude. And all of a sudden it was like, boom, this is the moment. It's time to pass the baton. You know, this is the last event. This is the last major celebrity you're going to work with. And you're going to create this new, more powerful brand for women to rise. And so Drew left the country, went back to America, got a talk show. I got everyone in my business, a new job, started Powerful Steps. And I never once doubted that I could do it because I trusted the whispers that were coming down in my morning meditations, my gut instinct that... This was like the next path, the next journey for me. Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, it's interesting. I had Rain Wilson on the podcast recently, and he's written a new book. He talks in the book, which I had never heard this before, but it's something that have really truly felt. I think it's one of my core values since I was a little girl. That if you're going to do something, reach as many people as possible. And I feel this just with every cell and piece of energy within my entire being. This is why I wanted to have you on the podcast, Tori, because there are so many people who listen to this show who want to do things or have messages or have angels talking to them. They have spiritual insights, divine wisdom. And I really want to empower my community today through you to step into that power, to believe Mm. in themselves, to reach as many people as they can, because I truly believe that that is possible. And that, you know, back in the day when we're in the 80s and 90s, it seems like there were fewer people on a smaller stage. And now it feels like the stage is much, much larger, but that there's room for all of us at the exact same time. So do you believe that? Like, if you're going to go out, reach as many people as you can? Of course, because we're all born with a unique gift and our DNA inside of everyone, it's completely different. So the number one thing I always say is if you own your story, you own your power. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you listening here and you're like, how can I give more value for others? Number one, you're doing it from heart, not ego. And you're my type of person. (laughs) Yeah. 
So if you want to reach millions of people and really create and deliver impact, remember to, number one, lead from the heart. Mm -hmm. And remember that you have been given a gift that is meant to be heard. Now, choosing how you create and sell that message is unique to everyone. But I always say it's not about the sale, it's about the journey. So when you're taking people on a journey, just like a product or service, what you're doing is you're listening to your intuition to create messages for people that are going to relate to them at different stages in their life. So the best thing that you can do is to show up, share who you are, share the possibilities that you can create for other people, but most importantly, share the success of other people that have gone on the journey with you. Because I think the biggest mistake that people do when they're creating their own personal brand or their business is they make it about themselves. Mm -hmm. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about us. Mm -hmm. So everything that you do needs to be based on a mutual exchange of energy. So if you're looking at being on the world stage, if you're looking at having a really powerful voice, understand very clearly what your message is. Rinse and repeat that message. So one of the key messages that we have is my success is your success. And the reason why I say that is you might come into my business attraction program, you might buy my book, you know, you might show up to one of my events or be on my podcast, but it's not about me, it's about us. So what I'm doing is my success is your success is share with me your hero story. Share with me your game-changing moment. Allow me to share that with my community too. So what that does is as I'm sharing other people's stories, as I'm shifting the perception of if you come on the journey with Powerful Steps with um, Tori Archbold, guess what? I'm going to amplify your message because I'm not just going to talk about that being my success story because it's not, it's our success story. So 30% of our business is based on referrals and advocacy simply because we share the power of other people's stories. Mm -hmm. I did that in the book. I do that in my programs. I do it on my social media. So if you're looking at really having a large presence on a global scale, think about not only how you share your story, but how you share the power of others' stories. Mm -hmm. Because when someone's at a dinner party or walking the dog with their friend in the morning and they listen to something that really just triggers their imagination or allows them to take their own powerful step forward, it's because you've shared something that has lit something up inside of them where they actually want to take a powerful step forward and make a change. So the power of stories definitely is where it's at if you're building a personal brand, but sharing it in a way that's not about you, it's about us. That's awesome. You know, I want to take a step back for people who are like, okay, Tori, I have a message. I know God is calling me to something bigger. I know that there is a greater intention. My intention is just to serve from my heart. I know I'm supposed to do more, but they're either saying, I don't think I can do it. Maybe I can't, or I don't think I can do it to that level. Or maybe they're saying, I don't know how. I don't know exactly what Mm -hmm. that is for me. I don't know exactly what God's calling me to. What would you say to those folks? Anchor everything to your heart. Okay. So it's the same example that I gave you earlier, where for three years before I shut my PR company, I had a calling and it got stronger and stronger and stronger until the timing was right. So number one, trust divine timing. 
trust that when you're meant to step into something bigger, the signs will appear in front of you. But most importantly, that if you're not sure right now what that means for you, what that runway, that next runway looks like, focus on having a happy heart, right? Because if you're here to serve people, the most powerful toolkit that you can share with others is happiness yeah because happiness radiates happiness happiness is that magnetic field that when you show up people just want to be around you and it's contagious so what I would say and I talk about it in the book as well is a happy heart is a magnet for miracles Mm -hmm. so if you love yourself from the inside out and we're talking about like truly love yourself right doesn't matter about you know all the lumps and the shapes on your body it's like That's just a part of life. That's the roadmap that, uh, you know, you've been gifted in this lifetime to level up in terms of life lessons. Love every single part of you. Now, when you love yourself from the inside out, your intuition becomes clearer. Yeah. And so what happens is the calling becomes clearer to the point where it's just going to be placed in front of you and you're going to be so much in your power that you're not even going to question what you're doing. Just like I did in that moment in time where I was like, you know what, I'm done with my PR career. I'm stepping into a new business. Now, a lot of people could have said to me, I was 44 years old. And they did say to me, in fact, why are you doing that? You're giving up a multi-million dollar business. You're starting again and that's going to be a disaster. How are you going to hold it all together? I just trusted myself because I knew that I was supported from a higher realm because I was happy. I was in my power and I listened and I stepped into it when the timing was right. Wow. Thank you so much to the 250 people who raised their hand to volunteer and start a local chapter of spiritual women in their part of the world. If you'd like to join one of these free local chapters and hang out with spiritual women in your area, go over to my website, theangelmedium.com and enter your email address at the top of the homepage. Soon, we'll be sending you an email with a list of local chapters you can join for free. And friends, I'd love your help getting the word out about this. If you're a podcaster who'd be willing to have me on your show to talk about this community project, or an influencer who'd be willing to go live with me on social media, Maybe you own your own business and your clients would love this. We can send you info that you can email to them. Or if you have another idea of how we could get the word out, we'd love your help connecting as many women around the world as possible through local chapters of spiritual women that we're forming right now. In the show notes, there's a link to a form you can fill out to help us get the word out. You can also use this form to become a local chapter leader. Oh, friends, I feel the magic. I hope you feel the magic too. The angels are putting together this incredible worldwide network of soul sisters. And I am just so excited to see how they work through us to help bring us together in friendship and serve the world. Now, here's the next powerful thing that people are going to go, okay, well, what happens if something goes wrong and, you know, the abundance is not going to come for me? Trust that the abundance will also come in divine timing. Because when I shut my business, 
I then had an idea for Powerful Steps that was all about human connection in person. COVID hit. Now, I could have said to myself, oh, my gosh, this is a disaster. I've just given up, you know, this great business. I've backed myself. I've trusted myself. Like, excuse my French, but what the f*** have I done, right? But instead, I was like, no, this is bigger than me. What is the bigger calling? And so what I did was I called a couple of my friends in the US and I started doing IGTV lives and I said, I know that I've had this calling. Can I test it out with your audience? Let's see what happens. And in that moment in time, all these people started saying, I want to work with you. I love what you're doing. And I knew that my business was born. So I just had to switch my thinking and my mindset and go, well, I might have had this idea that this is what the business was going to become. But actually, COVID's been a blessing because it's allowed me to think bigger. Mm-hmm. And it's allowed me to think in a more powerful way. And it's allowed me to really go, okay, well, this is a global business now. I can create and deliver bigger impact. But if I wasn't happy within myself, I could have crumbled. Yeah. I didn't crumble because I was happy and I was in my power. Because well, you kept and following knew. your joy. Correct. Because I know that the happy heart is a magnet for miracles. So the number one person when I wake up in the morning and serve is myself, Mm -hmm. yeah? Yeah. Before anyone else, it's like align yourself for success by serving yourself and then you can serve others. Of course, of course. One of the best things that I just love about your story and about your message is you talk about the three coffee dates that we should be having every single week. And before mamas out there are like, Julie, I cannot add one more thing into my schedule. This does not have to be in-person coffee dates, uh, Tori assures me, but that when we're making these connections, miracles are happening through these connections too. They are. They are, and the most powerful doors will open up for you. So all my life, since I'm 24, when I started my first business, I've coffee dated with three people a week. So one with someone I know or one with someone you know, Julie, is, okay, someone in your community, someone that you haven't caught up in a while, like just exchanging, how can we help each other? What's up? How can I help you, et cetera, right? Stay on people's radars. The second one is someone that you want to partner with. So for instance, you and I have got had a partnership coffee date. I'm drinking my skim latte now. It's virtual. You're in America. I'm in Sydney, Australia. It doesn't matter. I had a coffee date in Canada in lockdown with Oprah's chief of staff. Like it doesn't matter where you are in the world. What matters is the connection. Now, a partnership coffee date is something where you discuss how you can help each other, but how you can amplify your message to the world. Mm -hmm. So you've got a lot of, you know, spiritual healers and leaders that listen to these podcasts. How can you collaborate with each other? Mm-hmm. How can you bring your communities together to actually create something that has a more powerful message than just you on your own? So mm-hmm. that's the partnership day. Then the third one is always someone completely outside your comfort zone, okay? So I've got on my radar that I want to have a coffee date with Michelle Obama or Oprah. Who knows if it's going to happen, but it's on my manifestation board. But what I do is I connect with people around those people so that all of a sudden when the timing is right, the vibration brings you into the realm of these people because you know that there's a calling that somehow somewhere 
in the magic of the universe that you can create and deliver impact together. So when you're planning your coffee dates, um, I've actually got a free download on my website, which is powerful-steps.com, and it's called The Coffee Challenge. And it shows you the framework to actually coffee date because the next question people always ask is, what happens if I ask someone for a coffee date and they say no? And I go, well, that's okay. That person's not meant for you. That door's not meant to open, but another one will. So now probably 90 to 95% of my coffee dates are always a yes, right? But the ones that are a no, I'm like, that's okay. That coffee date is meant for someone else. It's not meant for me. So always know that the doors that are meant to open for you when you're connecting with others will just open with ease and grace. And the ones that shut are just not your experience or not the right timing for you right now. So that's how you can also stand in your power when you're building a business or a network to amplify your message. So another piece of your story, Tori, that I just love is I've heard your daughter on your Instagram page share. Uh, She's 18 now. I know I have a 12-year-old. They're just so sweet. Your daughter says that because you were who you were, that you were strong, strong-willed, you had the strength, you were always doing everything for everyone around you, um, building up your business. She saw that and she thought to herself, I can do this too, or this is how Mm. I go about doing this. She saw that structure from you. I just wonder if you can speak to the mamas out there because this is something Mm. that actually comes up all the time in my sessions with spirit. They say that between us as mamas and our children, boy or girl, they're carrying the baton a lot of times. And if we're not doing our part, they don't know how to do their part too. Correct. I believe that it's our role to lead by example so that others can rise. And, you know, I was a single mom for 12 years, so my daughter saw everything, you know. So for those mamas out there that are juggling, I was juggling as well. And she saw the good, the bad, and the ugly. But what she did see was that I was very solution-based. And I wanted her to understand that in life, lessons come for you and they will repeat until you learn that lesson. And the bigger the lesson the bigger the impact that you're able to create and deliver for others. So I also taught her at a very young age that if you view your challenges as life lessons rather than fall into victim mode, you will be able to level up a lot faster than everyone else. And so she really took that advice because I'll never forget, she came home from school one day when she was younger and she sat me down and she goes, Mom, we're not like everyone else. They have a mom and a dad you know, and we had all of this crazy stuff going on with her father in the background. And she goes, I just can't relate to other people. And I remember holding her hand and I said to her, you got to look at this experience as a blessing. While right now, you know, it feels awful, it's traumatic and all the rest of it. I said, in years to come, your friends will be coming to you for advice because you've gone through the lesson and you've gone through the challenge. So look at this as a moment in time that, yes, it's awful and, yes, it's not nice and, yes, people are judging you and, you know, yes, some people don't want to be your friends because of the situation that we're in. But I said this is not your fault. This is the calling that you have to go through this trauma at a younger age so that when you're older you can step up and help others. And it really switched her thinking. And I didn't want her to wallow in going, I'm a victim because of what's going on around me. I was like, you are not a victim. I am not a victim. We are the warrior princess 
that is going to break free and we're going to share the power of our story and we're going to help other people. And that's literally what happened. I reframed her thinking. And by reframing her thinking, I had to elevate to the next level. I had to lead by example. And that empowered her to become the woman that she is today as well. And that clip that you're talking about on my Instagram page is actually from a Mother's Day interview that we did with a large radio network. And we really talk about the power of lifting each other up, mm-hmm. the power of being each other's cheerleaders. And I think when you have young children, whether you know they're, they're male or female, it's irrelevant, you've got to show them the way forward. You know, like I never, ever allowed my daughter to see me cry when I was at my lowest of my lows. I'd wait until she went to bed. Yeah. But years later, I said to her, you know, when we got the keys to freedom, when we got out of our situation with her father, I said to her, oh, my gosh, I just I couldn't stop crying. And I only told her this recently. And she goes, what? I said, yeah, when you went to bed, I cried solidly for three months. I said, but that was my way of mourning. And that was my way of coping with the situation. And she said, would you cry in front of me? And I said, I would now, but then it didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. So you've also got to have the balance of what feels right to allow your child to level up to the next level. Because if I was crying or, you know, whatever that healing process was that I was going through, if that was going to affect her journey and how she could rise, I wouldn't put her in that situation. So I took myself out of that energy field for her so that she felt empowered to rise on her own terms. Because you've got to remember as well when you have children that at the end of the day, it's their life that's not yours. Mm -hmm. You can frame the journey for them as much as you want to or can do, but at the end of the day, it's their own free will that gets them to where they are. Yeah, amazing. I hope that answers the question. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And Tori, was I right in hearing that you've had a near-death experience? Mm. I did in 2013. <laughs> yeah. What happened there? Yeah. So I was a people pleaser. I was an ultimate people pleaser. I was last on the priority list for everything. And I'm sure these mums listening to this will understand it. I was due on a flight to London for a big media event. Yeah, 72 hours before I was on that flight, my appendix burst and I contracted septicemia. I, yeah, I was operated on at 2 a.m. in the morning. I lost eight kilos in five days. And the hardest thing was before I was wheeled into the surgery, the surgeon said to me, do you just want a moment? And he said, do you have a will? Who's your next of kin? Like, what's what's the plan for your daughter? And it was just me and her. I hadn't thought of any of these things. It was really confronting. And I remember, you know, they wheel you in and you're on that slab, right, with all the lights and everyone's, you know, trying to save what they can of your life. And I remember I had a choice. I could either go through that tunnel to the other side of life or I could come back and change my life. And I chose to come back and change my life. And that was my game-changing moment, which I always say the universe gives you a wake-up call. That was my wake-up call to start saying yes to myself and no to what didn't light me up to create space for what would. And I was in a three-year recovery. They originally said six months, but it was three to four years, really. And the reason why I talk about the magic of miracles and a happy heart being that magnet for miracles is because after 12 rounds of antibiotics, the doctor just looked at me and he said, you need to get happy. If you're not happy, there's no no life for you. 
And so I made sweeping changes. I downsized my agency. I got rid of all the toxic family relationships, the takers, and I just stripped it all back. And the happier I became, the happier my daughter became. And it allowed me to really step into my power. I got rid of my lawyer. I won full custody in the Supreme Court of Australia. I got a restraining order and people are like, how did you do that? Because I was happy and I took the emotion out of what I was doing and I placed myself in a situation where I felt that I was in my ultimate power to make a difference. And I guess that near-death experience as well, when we go back to why did I say goodbye to my PR career, it was because I placed myself in the ultimate power of believing that I could mm-hmm. and I can and I will. And so these challenges come to us and we can either choose to give up or we can choose to keep going. I chose to keep going and, you know, my soulmate came to my life. I've got a beautiful blended family. I've got a great business. You know, I attract incredibly high vibrational people into my orbit But if you'd looked at me 10 years ago, I attracted great people and brands into my business, but they weren't at the same vibration as what they are now. It's a different vibration. It's heart versus ego. And it's a beautiful place to be in. That's amazing. So is that where you came up with the term happy heart? And what does happy heart mean to you specifically? Yeah, it's just keys to freedom, Julie. It's like, happiness to me is like you wake up in the morning and you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so grateful to be here. And I just like, there's not one thing that's in my life that I don't like now, whether it's a person, whether it's a business partner or whatever. It's just, I've got such clear clarity on everything that happiness to me is just, you know, it's family, it's friends, it's business, it's adding value to the lives of others. I mean, what is What's not to be happy about that? It's just, honestly, I thought I had happiness before, but it's nothing like what it is now. And I teach people about this just ultimately, happiness is the key to freedom. So what it is, you know? I've been playing around with this for the last year or two. And what you're describing right now, that freedom, that happiness, that next level happiness, what I truly think that it is, it's fulfillment. I think that mm. that's the word that encompasses it it all. And I don't think that people understand how big of a difference fulfillment really feels in our lives mm. when we're on track, when we're doing the work that God has us here to do. There's nothing better than that feeling feeling of fulfillment Mm. and freedom and joy and happiness and kind of like love it keeps deepening deepening Mm. deepening deepening it's so true julie and i think when you talk about the deepening 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 it's all about your mindset and the practices and the rituals you know since that near-death experience you know every morning i wake up i have a shower i don't meditate But what I do do in, I have a morning shower ritual where I get three drops of lavender oil on my decollage and I inhale and exhale, you know, three times and it grounds me to mother earth. Mm -hmm. And in that, my intuition really just gives me the runway of life, right? And then at nighttime, I repeat it, but from a gratitude perspective, like, thank you for connecting me to Julie and, you know, the magic that we can create in the world. It's like, Whatever is going on in your life, be grateful for it. And so when you're talking about the deeper, deeper connection, it's life is an evolution and you've got to continually 
learn, grow and evolve yourself, Mm -hmm. which whether that's through a spiritual practice, whether that's connecting with people on coffee dates, um, whether it's listening to a podcast or reading a book or joining someone's program, whatever it is, invest in yourself to get the deeper connection to find the happiness. When it comes to your work too, I love you say sometimes when things fall apart, they may actually be falling into place. Talk about that a little bit because it is so true. It's so true. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that you picked that up because, you know, I'll go back to that experience that I had when, you know, it was rushed to hospital that I just moved. I just bought a house and I moved into the house and all the neighbors are like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Is that woman got a drug overdose or what's happening? I mean, you can see everyone (laughs) just like clicking through and I'm thinking, oh my God, am I going to make it? Anyway, look. My life fell apart for a reason. My life looked incredibly glamorous from the outside. Like, you know, I had the hottest agency in Australia. Everyone wanted to work with us. We're working with the best brands, best celebrities, best influencers. But actually, when you shut the door to my life and I stepped into my home life, it was an absolute shambles. And I just, I needed a wake-up call. And so when it falls apart, it falls apart for a reason. And you're meant to rebuild for a reason as well. So the way I look at it is this. If you're facing the ultimate challenge right now and you think, oh, my gosh, I need that client. My business needs to hit this KPI or whatever, and it's not happening for you, it's not the right door for you. Mm -hmm. Just bless the situation, walk away, move on, and know this, something bigger and better is coming for you. But you've got to have the balls or the guts, right, to walk away. Because not every situation is right for you. And the hardest thing to do is walk away from people. The hardest decisions I made after that operation and that recovery period was saying goodbye and no to people that have been in my life for a very, very long time and who were taking from me. But I had to find my power to say this is not okay. And so the beautiful hot mess that I found myself in was actually of my own making. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that when people are listening to this and life's falling apart, own your part in the mess. And when you own your part in the mess and you forgive and you surrender and you open yourself up to receive, that's when the miracles of life start finding you. Amazing. All right. Last thing here, you have this great rule of thumb. It's your 45 second rule, how to shift into a high vibration quickly using the 45 second rule. I have to hear this. This is really good. So I was at a health retreat in Thailand and this Buddhist monk, he was, he's like, pick a card. I picked this card and it was like the princess warrior and all these shackles and the shackles are like, ah, coming off, coming off. And he was like, At the moment, you're shackled, he said, but I promise you, you are going to be that warrior princess that breaks free of everything, and I'm going to teach you how to do it. And I said, okay, how are we going to do it? And he goes, that challenge that you're facing right now, he said, I want you to think of a big bag of smelly shit. He's a Buddhist monk in robes. (laughs) I'm thinking to myself, okay, like in this pristine office in Hoi Hin in Thailand and he's telling me to place myself in a big bag of smelly and he said to me it probably smells really awful and I was like oh and he goes okay that challenge you're facing you can sit in it and marinate in that for 45 years do you want to do that and I said no I don't want to do that 
And he said, okay, the second choice is you can do that for 45 minutes. Because a lot of us as women, we think about, okay, which road are we going to take? What's that going to do? Like, how am I going to switch my thinking around this? And when I got back to Australia after that, I did struggle with that sitting in for 45 minutes because I was really trying to, you know, up-level myself and my thinking. But then he said to me, the third one, and where the world's best leaders work in the, this paradigm, he said, you're going to step into a challenge. You're not even going to smell the because within 45 seconds, you're going to have a solution and you're going to move forward. And that's the way I operate now. And I think as well, that's why I've got the keys to freedom because I don't wallow in self-pity or I move it, you know, I don't even yeah. smell it. I'm like, I don't want to be that person. I'm just going to move forward into a higher vibration and not worry about the consequences. And that doesn't mean within 45 seconds that you may not make a mistake in the choice that you make right. because you could be like, oh, I've made I've made a mistake. That's okay. That's just another lesson. Switch your thinking again in 45 seconds. Go, okay, well, that wasn't the right decision, but what is? Let me try again. So yeah. it's, you know, it's a perfect thing. So no one wants to sit or smell Yeah, And you just got to move your mindset forward. You just got to keep moving. And that's making decisions and that's your thinking, that's your yeah. limited beliefs, that's everything. Okay, I lied. One more question here. What are the top three ways that women today need to or can or the three best ways to up-level your thinking? Mm, okay. Number one, own your story to own your power. Okay. Now, by owning your story, we talked about it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Just get a journal or get a Google Doc and understand the power of who you are. It's a story of your life, yeah? It is a story of your life. And once you understand everything that you've gone through, taking responsibility for your part in it, but then you can see the patterns of what you've achieved or the challenges that you've overcome, you'll actually recognize how powerful you truly are, right? Number two is this, don't be afraid to share who you are. Don't be afraid to walk into a room, introduce yourself, share your energy with other people because as you pay forward the stories, right, you're changing other people's lives because by shifting other people's perception of a challenge that they might be facing because you have been honest and raw and authentic about what you face but how you've overcome it can change someone else's life. And the third thing is this, a happy heart is a magnet for miracles really focus on understanding and loving yourself from the inside out. I mean, that is where the magic of life comes from. But you will never have happiness if you don't go back to point one, which is owning the power of who you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Sharing it is number two. Sharing it is shifting the paradigm. It's sharing that energy. And number three, that happiness is just, I mean, ultimately, that's all we all want to do is we want to be happy and we want to die with no regrets. Yeah. A hundred percent. Oh, Tori, I feel your heart. You are just such an amazing person putting out just this beautiful work. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. Please share with everybody where they can find your book. We'll put all of your links in the show notes below. There's a book. Yes. <laughs> Self-belief is your superpower. So it's on Amazon in the US, Barnes & Noble, WH Smith. It's all around the world. Powerful-steps.com. You can find me on Instagram at Powerful Steps. 
And I love to show up on LinkedIn. And Julie, I'm going to be seeing more of you on LinkedIn as well under Tori Archbold. Amazing. Amazing. I haven't updated my profile, but I will. I think it's about 10 years old, but it's well worth doing. Thank you so much, Tori. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your energy with us today. Thank you for allowing me to come into your community and do that. I'm truly grateful. Of course. Beautiful soul, thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are around you right now, who's connecting with you, and what messages they have for you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a session. You can do a reading with me or a member of my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the very best they can to support you and guide you to your best life. If this sounds like you, virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to get clients. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com or DM me on Instagram at angelpodcast with any questions. Before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hands on your heart. Take a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love is right in front of you. Step into that love and feel it as it fills your body, chakras, and auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? And open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you. <laughs> 